Today's bonus episode of Podcastration, featuring Paul and a friend of his whom I've never met, is brought to you in part by... My name is Scott McGrath. The day before my eighth birthday, I fell in a pile of fire ants and suffered significant wounds on over 70% of my body. Since that day, I have made a solemn vow to kill every insect on planet Earth. I hate them with the passion of a religious zealot. Speaking of religion, of all the biblical plagues, I hate the locust plague the most. For the last 12 years, my white-hot rage has materialized in the form of my business, McGrath Pest Control. I have harnessed this unforgivable intolerance of insects and released the wrath of my fury on bugs in and around the homes of Houston. I will kill those bugs in any way that I can. Chemicals, my boot, my bare fist, or any other object that can end the life of an insect. Call 281-469-8240 and give me the honor of killing bugs at your house. I also hate rats and spiders. Go to McGrathPestControl.com. If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's Car. Bad deal. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your tray. Bring your tire. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Because at Big Bill Hell, you're fucked six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of challenge pissing. That's right. Challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. Baltimore's filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. Podcastration's gonna rock the nation in one, two, three, four. Okay, you publish it? What's up? You publish it somewhere? Oh, I honestly probably not. Okay. Probably not, unless it's like funny or interesting. What are the chances of it? Could be. Okay. And also I have this all save the audio file that I'd like to hear it. There it is. Okay. Are these both on? It seems. It seems. It seems. It seems like it. Say something. Yo. I'm going to turn you down here. Say just. Check. Test. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Check. Test. One, two, three. I think that's good. Seven, eight, nine. That puts me a little loud, I guess. Okay. Okay. I think that seems pretty even. Cool. All right. Because I never dick with like the. uh, It's cool though. The volumes of them. And I guess these buttons here, you could have them be like, like sound soundboards, effects. and we never yeah. like. I think it's bizarre we don't have boing like different sounds. Look at this thing. Boing. When I like, I usually sit on that couch. Okay. And Levon usually sits here, and the way I hear like this banjo vibrate, it's yeah. very loud. Like it really echoes yeah. off that banjo. Yeah. I. That's, huh, cool that's interesting. That's a that's bad acoustics. We sit down on the floor a little bit. Oh, and these chairs. So this table, this, I'm not 100% sure, but at least three of these things here uh-huh. were bought the last <laughs> couple times Brooke won 100 bucks on the lottery. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For me. I think that table might have not have been, but like 
when Brooke wins, uh, I've never won. I've never scratched off a hundred dollar lottery ticket winners, and Brooke's done it at least three times. Because that's pretty awesome. At least, at least three of these uh, furniture items were like Brooke's lottery winnings. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that definitely helped to get rid of that that banjo reverb. Yeah, because you're not you're not right next to it. Yeah, it's very noticeable. I wonder, like, well, also up until last week, we didn't have this chair, and we were just setting up a camp chair on this side of the room, and maybe okay. it wasn't so noticeable. I don't know. That it doesn't matter. But this is the this is the little uh, recording studio. This is cool, man. I like the wood paneling. It's I a really fun do. little cabiny room, yeah. isn't it? It's cool, dude. It's a it's a fun little room. I really like to uh, I really like to spend time in here. I never do it, and that's honestly a great couch to take a nap on. It looks comfortable. I nope. have a little couch like this too. Yeah, these are nice. I asked uh, <laughs> my buddy Mike. His mom like was getting rid of this couch okay. when we were moving, and Mike called me up and said, "Do we?" Dang, I just spilled a little bit of tea on the on the uh, mixer. Oh, it's not my mixer. <laughs> hey, I didn't spend any money on it. I don't, I don't <laughs> Who's care. is it? It's Levon's. Oh, okay. This is Levon's. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not mine. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Mike's uh, Mike's mom smokes, and I asked Mike if the couch was smoky. Yeah. And he had like, he had no clue what that would mean. Okay. Oh, he just didn't even think about it because she yeah, smokes. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, is it smoky? And I said, is it smoky? And he said, like, is that like a designer? Like smoky? <laughs> and I, yeah, I like, sure. No, did it like your mom smoke? Like I know your mom smoke. Like, and yeah. I didn't want to like mention yeah. like I don't want your free Off furniture if your dragon. mom was smoke yeah. if it has like burn marks on. Like I, yeah. he was giving me a piece of furniture for free. Yeah, I didn't want to sound like unthankful for like free furniture, <clears throat> but also I didn't want if it if it smelled like smoke. Yeah, and uh, he had like not even like consideration of whether it was smoked on or not. Yeah, like oh, I, you know, I felt sure. like a jerk for asking. It's smoky, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It says smoking hot deal. It's yeah. free. You just have it. <laughs> no, like, did your mo- is there like cigarette stains on it? Well, how do you have a can of Foster's up there? It's signed by the the guys oh. from Airborne. Oh, okay. Which is a, a I don't even know if they're a band anymore, but they had a a moment in like two thousand and seven. <clears throat> they were the uh, when you played NHL two thousand whatever year it was that mm. EA Sports game. The intro music. Yeah, yeah. it was them. And they like you'd hear them on like WXDX yeah. every like they had a they weren't as big as the darkness for sure the band I believe in a thing called love yeah. Yeah. yeah you know the one yeah they were never as big as that but they had their little moment in the sun and uh, we Her- saw them and they were, they had Foster's cans for sale at their concert and they signed it so it's cool but also it's like not freaking cool at all because like who would even know what it was apparently my brother met a, a kid who was like exchange student from Ireland. It's weird, and he's like, "My name's Girth," and my brother's like, "Well, what music do you listen to?" Darkness. I'm like, what? Who listens to the Darkness, man? That's your band, Girth. I listen to Darkness. Like the band? No, I sit in a room. Yeah, yeah maybe he listens to like when Darkness is just like, "Hello, Darkness." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Simon Garf- Garfunkel. <laughs> I listen to one song nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> I work with a guy who is taller and another g- dude who is like glued at the hip to this dude, and he is shorter, and <laughs> that's that's what I call them. And everybody's like, "Huh?" I'm like, "No, that's Simon and Garfunkel. Don't you see it? Like the little dude." 
with curly hair and a tall guy with no hair, but still taller and shorter. I mean, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh-huh, okay. I'm like, you don't know who Simon and Garfunkel are, do you? So. There were two old... I was on the elevator a couple days ago, like, at the jail, like, the elevator. Everything's vertical. Yeah. So you're on the elevator a lot. Yeah. And uh, there was, a like, a plumber and a commissary, <laughs> like, two people. I didn't know them at all. Yeah. And I got on the elevator, and they were both on there. And they were talking about, like, I don't remember what they were talking about. Somebody with, like, long hair. And they said, he looked he looked old like Willie Nelson. <laughs> and, they, and they said, like, how old do you think Willie... They were, like, both having a conversation. Like, how old do you think Willie Nelson is? Yeah. And then one guy said, pretty sure he's 93. And I said, I think he's 83 or 89. Yeah. And I, like, I said it, like, kind of questioning. Like, I wasn't 100% sure. And they yeah. said, like, it sounds like you know. And I said... Yeah, I do know. I'm like a pretty diehard Willie Nelson yeah, no, fan. Like yeah. I do follow Willie Nelson's yeah. like life and career. I'm a big Willie Nelson fan. Yeah. And it, they were like surprised that like they were just bullshitting about something. And like, no, I, actually, I know a little bit about Willie Nelson. Like it's a yeah. dumb thing for me to know anything about. But yeah. like, ask me, ask me a little bit about. I know a little bit of Willie Nelson trivia, yeah. lady. I, I remember I was at the beach last year. <clears throat> I was going through like some some. It was my vacation, and I was like having to deal with work stuff still right like remotely yeah and um every time i was at the beach though i was like hardcore relax mode right i had a couple beers my son was playing in the sand and i would like turn on a little portable radio and i play willie or merle haggard or something like that and uh i love merle haggard like he's one of my guys and uh these guys these, these stinking kids i sound like an old person but the stink kid come up in front of us like 50 yards in front of us just Blasting a full blown boombox like it's 1991 of like hip hop and rap and stuff like that. So I cranked my thing. I think I played It's All Going to, to Pot and uh, Working Man Blues, and these kids left. Nice. And didn't want to hear that stuff. So I oftentimes, when I'm walking through jail, one of my whistle songs. <laughs> whistle song. <laughs> I need a little it's bit a good of song. Here. Yeah. Whistle with me, buddy. <laughs> I'm sucking at it. I'm not here. I, I can do Mama Tried. Oh, really? I, I can like I not really because yeah. like, clearly I can't do yeah. it right now. But I like Mama Tried is often in my my repertoire of yeah. songs. I'm like humming and whistling through jail. I turned 21 in prison, yeah. doing life without <laughs> parole. Yeah. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried. Mama tried to raise me better, What's but that? her pleading I denied. And that leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. And the guitar riff is do 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 do. Yep. And uh, one day, like sometimes, like parents will will put like balloons out for their kids. <laughs> And the one day I was I was like looking out the window no. and somebody had a uh what's the what's the material? It's like, a balloon made of? Yeah. That like uh quantum type material? No, not the not the like the, the latex silvery balloon. Stuff. Like this yeah. Yeah. Like cell phone or whatever. Yeah, right? whatever. There was a uh somebody had a twenty one tied to the to the fence mm. and I thought, man, that's just like the Merle Haggard song. Yeah. And I like it really like yeah. You don't really think about it yeah. until you think of somebody who's like, man, somebody just turned 21 in prison. Yeah. And that's exactly what Merle Haggard pray, like yeah. sang about. That's really like, it really hits home when you, when you see it. It's different. Like, it's one thing to hear it and not have any idea about it. It's another thing to see like, 
Somebody just turned 21 <laughs> in prison. That would fucking uh, suck. My, my favorite Merle Haggard song, not to talk about Merle Haggard too much, but is... Uh, you could never. Uh, it's Big City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good song. It's a, the lyrics City turned me yeah. loose and yeah. set me free. That's a... That's, There's that's, folks who never work and The lyrics are true. Oh, another, another one that comes up all the time is uh, Poncho and Lefty. Yeah, Willie and Willie and yeah, uh, that's a good song actually. Willie and Merle, and it's a Towns Van Zandt song. And there are like the like Poncho is like a, a useless bank robber, mm-hmm. and like, he sucks at his job. Like the cops could have caught him all the time, mm-hmm. but they just let him like he wasn't worth their time. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't worth the cops' time. Mm-hmm. There are so many people like that. Mm-hmm. There are so many Ponchos and lefties. Like there are people who rob the bank and take the bus to escape. Like yeah. they don't like, they suck at it. They they're terrible bank robbers. <laughs> like there's ponchos and le- there's the people that they sang about. Well, that's there's people that steal Walgreens stuff and flip flops. You know, they just let, yeah. just let them go. You know. Yep. It's, yeah, you you rob a place and take an Uber. Like, I gotta tell you a story about uh, a little story about Billy Joe, Bobby Sue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That guy never could. Yeah, that guy never caught him. He knew what the facts was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He knew what the facts he is. Made his living. You know what? How many is living? <laughs> Off of which people's is what, taxes. What, what's, uh, what we were talking which, about. Uh, Part of what we were talking. Introduce our guest, Rick Pollock. Discussing. <laughs> I just burned my tongue. <laughs> discussing tax havens. Yeah. That's a twelve. Hey, we're at twelve minutes and twenty-two seconds worth of intro. <laughs> this is Rick Pollock. This is a heck of an intro. We're, this is the <laughs> modern agilist. Yeah. Is this the modern the modern agilist? Hey, let's get some crossover episodes. Yeah. This is basically our like wh- how how you explain blockchain to me this and how a, we can make this like. Well, actually, we are doing a Web three blockchain episode coming up. Like uh, I think we're recording it on Monday. We're doing it right now because we're using this as an example. I got to get the Web three guy on here because I don't know anything about that. You are cro- like our. Uh, we got to call this base. Wombology. It, this is the name of the podcast. I feel like I'm set to M for many. We need to be quite honestly the Wombology podcast. Uh, Wombo. Oh, it was weird. You and I were golfing today. Yeah. You know how many times I've made that joke about the rock and the pioneers <laughs> yeah. riding them for miles? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's so many quotable lines for SpongeBob. All the friggin' time. There are so many people that I've ticked off with that Wombology one at mm. work. They're like, what is it working? You notice everybody I talk about in the third, whatever that is, person is they always talk kind of like Mick Jagger and a little bit drunk. But it isn't working. It's not working. Did you switch it to W for Wombo? And they're like, well, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, Wombology, I Wombo, you Wombo, he, she Wombos. Wombo. Wombo wing. Some study of Wombo. It's first grade, SpongeBob. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. I ever doubted you. Well, all right then. (laughs) You ate my last candy bar. (laughs) Now I'm going to starve. It looked like Lizzo's legs. <laughs> I heard you talking about Lizzo earlier. I like Lizzo too, but that's what it looked like a little bit. Hey, that's why like she does that for a reason. Yeah, uh, to get yeah to get it. Ta- hey, actually, I think she's pretty talented. And I she oh. was a guest on SNL recently. She was funny. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. She is a super talented. It's human. just her outfits are interesting. She does they don't like, look great. She well, that's like uh, that's her thing. Yeah, like. It's not shtick, and it's not a joke. Yeah, that's like what she's trying to uh, normalize. Yeah, I guess. And I like, I like the idea of it, but also that is not a healthy. That's what that, way to be. That's what I'm getting at. You know, ultimately, 
I don't have anything against people mm. who are, are morbidly overweight or something like there's nothing wrong with the person, but but normalizing, like you said, morbid obesity, which let's be honest, she's quite Very, obese. Yeah. It, I mean, it's probably like, you know, it's not right. Tell it, me she to be wouldn't. that. It's not healthy to be that. Mm-hmm. If you if you <clears throat> weigh that much, just the weight on your joints mm-hmm. is going to take a toll on your health. Not remember. alone, like your blood the pressure, pressure it puts on your heart. Like, yeah. If you're healthy at that weight, no matter what, you're still having more weight on your vein. Like, no matter what, you're still going to be on, like, a medication assistance. Mm-hmm. You might not be, like, complete. You, you might be pretty close to, like, pre-hypertensive for a while. But mm-hmm. no matter what, eventually, you're not going to be able to be that weight and not develop some sort some of, problem. like, a blood sugar yeah. issue or a... a blood pressure issue joints like you said just something right yeah you will be generally less healthy because your body is always just existing is harder Mm -hmm. it's going to be harder and like i get it like i get it be proud of it like you don't necessarily have to be embarrassed of it just like hey there's people who don't act like it's healthy basically there's people like you can make your unhealthy decisions like i kind of consider it just like when i'm hunting like when i'm hunting i'm allowed to break two rules when I'm hunting, like I might not wear enough blaze of orange. Oh yeah, and I might have a percussion cap instead of a flintlock. You yeah, know what? Yeah. You're like you don't care. Like the yeah. it's not super illegal, mm-hmm. and just kind of lay yeah. off with it. Yeah, I certainly but, have not worn enough blaze of orange before too. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like goofy thing. Like okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. You get away with some things. Like mm-hmm. everyone gets. Hey, I I am in pretty good shape. I don't eat super unhealthy. But I do, sometimes I do eat unhealthy, I do drink, and I, I do sometimes, like, I had a cigar today, mm-hmm. so I use tobacco, like, I do, but, like, honestly, I'm pretty, like, we're pretty reserved about them. Sure. Yeah. You know, you we splurge in a couple different areas, but yeah. you're reserved about them, and you're always yeah. keeping in check. Yeah, yeah, there's different things you, you splurge on, and you go, you know, your vice It's is, okay yeah. for your vice to be, like, I'm, I'm overweight. Like, yeah. BMI is a joke. Oh, yeah. But there is a... Uh, you know there is an average There's, weight where you're feeling peak, and yeah. you're probably not peak at that. At yeah, that I mean, you, you think, like you said, BMI is a joke because a bodybuilder can have a massive BMI, and mm-hmm. they're quite well. I mean, maybe they're on steroids, which is unhealthy too. You know, there's an unhealthy level to anything, right? But I, I honestly think it's like, hey, I'm looking at you, and you don't look healthy. You know. There's pro. I'm not being mean, saying, "Oh, you're not the yeah. skinniest person." You don't look healthy, or you yourself know. Mm, I don't, I'm not feeling peak, like you said. There, are, I mean, obviously there are diseases that you have to get checked and stuff. Mm. But, but th- in terms of weight and stuff like for that, for the most part, if you're going by like rule of thumb, yeah. which is pretty a, a pretty good rule when it comes to health, yeah, you can get away with a couple things. Yep, but you can't like. Honestly, if you're so worried about your health, you're probably like you probably have mental health issues. Yeah. If you're so worried about your physical health, yep. you're probably letting your brain slip yeah. a little bit. Yeah. If you're so wor- if you're not worried about your body at all, like also well, that's a clear sign like your brain's not working right either. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a somewhere in between. Yeah. And you got you got to understand too is like it, it's okay if you're comfortable. Here's what I don't get right, and maybe not just with Lizzo right. You think of rock stars who use drugs right? Yes, exactly. They look like maybe okay. They look okay, but again, you look at them or look mm-hmm. at their lifestyle, and you say okay, that's not a vice. That's an addiction. Yes. Right? Or you look at somebody who's very, very overweight. Okay, you're not just overweight. You're very overweight. Yeah. It's going to affect you. You know, you're not just like, you know, five, ten pounds overweight. You're like 
70, 80 pounds overweight. Yeah. Or, you know, there's, when you examine a person, you realize what is a vice or an occasional, I have an occasional drink or, you know, whatever. And who's like, I'm addicted to heroin, you know, or I can't stop eating or I'm like 100 pounds overweight. I can't stop eating. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was really good. Fat bastard. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but but yeah, for real. Like there is a tall like there is yeah. a tolerance. Like you, you and I are both overweight. Yeah. Yeah. We're not grossly like. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm a hundred pounds overweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are times when I feel slow. Like you know, right now I'm in a pretty okay spot. Sure. But also there are times where I feel like, dude, I'm four pounds sloppy overweight. Yeah. Like yeah. there, there's times I'm bloated. Like I can tell I'm bloated. Yeah. Like and right I'm, now I can feel it. Yeah. I'm four pounds. Like if I'm four pounds overweight, feeling bloated. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just holding on to water a little more. Sure, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll it lose it eventually. Yeah. But like, you know, right now that's just where I'm at. But if I'm like chicken wing weight, like, you know, like also like when I'm, okay, dude, like I need to freaking, if you're getting in a rut of being kind of like, if I'm getting a rut of yeah. coming home, being tired and playing Call of Duties, mm-hmm. which is usually, I said Call of Duties with S's. <laughs> that's poopies. I play one. It's yeah. Call of poopies. Yeah. Uh, I can tell when I'm getting in a rut of like, being a slow poke yeah and honestly it's usually in the winter time yeah and here's the other thing too i and this is just my experience too i know that if i'm being active and watching what i eat and, you know just uh, granted i'm not uh, uh you know i'm not playing on the steelers the penguins or something like that but if my weight is consistent then i know i'm not i'm not g- gaining weight you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah let alone water weight from a day of eating or something like that right you, you, you eat a big burger one day and have a couple beers this is different but like I know that if I'm not fluctuating by like 10 pounds over a number of years, then, and I feel okay and I'm exercising like it. Just where you're going to be. Just where I'm going to be. Most likely, give or take a few, you know? Hey, but you're about to be, you're going to be 33 in, in like two yeah. hours. One hour, maybe. 33 minutes. No or way. No, actually, actually, sorry. Uh, it's 20, it's 11.30. Are we going to play the trumpet? So what about yeah, it? I want Brack. What about my 33? Uh, You'll be 33 pretty soon, too. Yeah, but not as close. You're early. I could never remember what day your birth. I knew you were always early May. I've always forgotten, too. I've forgotten. I, uh, I just don't think about mine. Yeah. Honestly, like... Yeah, me neither. I know at some point, end of May... I know, like, if I if you ask me, my birthday is May 27th. Mm-hmm. But I, like, honestly, when May 27th rolls around, mm-hmm. if it's a Tuesday, like, I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah. It's not even going to cross my mind. Like, tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to work and, like... My wife said, what do you want to do tomorrow? I'm like, nothing. I'd like to have just a peaceful night. That'd be all right, yeah. you know? So and it's going to be crappy out anyways tomorrow. So, like, what am I supposed to do? So. Yeah. It's really a shame how, like, lame birth. Like, I I just don't think about it one bit. Yeah. Just what's a birth? Like, okay, I'm, I'm great. I'm born. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll get ice cream this week. We get ice cream every week. But I guess this week it's birthday. I'll get two scoops. Like, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just my birthday. Like, who I get cares? Two scoops. It's just oh, kind of like, like exactly Whoa. like. Whoa! It's just a birthday. Like I, I, there's nothing special about it. I'm 33 years old. It falls on a Tuesday. Who and maybe it does. I don't know. There's just nothing about it. I'm 33 years old. I am a fat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing about it. Like who cares? <laughs> I just see. I can see somebody on TV saying. And I have psoriatic arthritis, you know, or something like ridiculous. Paul P A U L. (laughs) I called in New Day USA for a refinance. (laughs) I am thirty three years old, so I'm a towel. Whoa, Randy! 
What? Yeah? That's some good shit. You want to get high? <laughs> I bumped my knee off of the... Uh, sound like an old dude. He's a 33-year-old right here. Bump my knee. It's going to get worse on my rototiller. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it formed a little scab on my kneecap. My knee has been like less mobile. I've been noticing it at work. You puss. Yeah, I know, dude. It feels pretty good now, but I was worried it was going to get like an infection because I hit it off of like the dirty, like, there's like a a flap on the back of the rototiller. Oh, yeah. And I hit it off, like, and it's got like teeth on the end of it. And it like, I was holding that up. What I've been doing. Commercial break! Mom? Can I have a popsicle? No, honey, you'll spoil your- Hey, parents. Tired of those out-of-control kids? Throwing embarrassing tantrums wherever they go. At the grocery store, on the playground, even at the dinner table. You've had it with parenting, but wait, there is a solution. Introducing Naptime, the latest, most effective tool for child tantrum prevention. It's simple. Just douse a rag with our patented Sleepy Time formula, place it over your child's cry hole, press and hold gently for 8 to 12 seconds, and presto, no more tantrum. I was beginning to think adoption was the only way out. Then a friend of mine introduced me to Naptime. It's never been so quiet around here. The secret lies in Naptime's revolutionary fast-asleep formula. Developed by military-trained scientist doctors from NASA, Naptime's powerful molecules rush to the child's brain on contact, gently inducing instant tranquility. After we had our first child here, we regretted it almost immediately. We didn't know that she'd cry so much. (laughs) Talk about defective. But thanks to Naptime, our little Samantha here hasn't made a noise in weeks. (laughs) I keep her in a shoebox. Call now and we'll send you your very own 24-ounce bottle of Naptime Solution for only 23 easy payments of $1.99. But wait, there's more! Act quickly and you'll also receive the all-new Dream Sack absolutely free! It's compact and portable for those on-the-go tantrums. Just cover it, tighten it, and forget about it. It's that simple! We can't breathe good! Don't wait! Order today and join the millions of Americans who just can't stop saying... Thanks, Naptime. Thanks, Naptime! Nap time? Thanks, nap time. Nap time! When they just won't shut up. And commercial break! So, uh, bump your knee. Yeah. I'm holding the... I'm standing underneath the rototiller while it's running. And I'm holding, like, the, the little, uh flap that like (laughs) knocks the dirt down up with my knee and reaching in underneath it trying to like pull the mud off of the Uh, the tines yeah yeah. and if something were to happen where you land on that bar man where that bar came down Mm -hmm. and my hands are tied i like i'm not cutting a finger i'm losing my hand yeah like it's it's going to be bad i I keep doing it i've done all kinds of silly things too you know like things that are way too strenuous or dangerous like that but I, I always think my dad lost uh, three fingers tips, like the tops of his fingers in a lawnmower. Oh, yeah? Like, on a blade. When the heck was that? I mean, I must have been probably two or three because I think they had a neighbor watch me when when it happened. I guess he... I think it was before the advent of a lot of push mowers having the bar, like you're saying, the safety bar. Really? Where you let go, you know, and it, it shuts the blades off or shuts the mower off, you know? 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same idea, right? As your as the rototiller. Yeah. So you can't dick <laughs> like that automatically yeah. turns the engine. I mean, off. I guess if you were really tall, you could, you know. But he he must have been looking under there, and the blades were running, and ching, you know, and there's blood everywhere, and he's. He said it didn't hurt so bad when it got cut off, but then once your nerves catch up, you know, yeah. he was like, it was excruciating. So I always think of that. And then, like, I realize sometime I'm doing dumb things the same as you, you know, like I'll be chainsawing a tree, you know, mm-hmm. at, at at nighttime with a iPhone light lighting the way. K, probably not a good thing. Couldn't we wait know? a couple yeah. hours and just do this yeah. in the morning? Yeah, that's, yeah, I've done that. It's hard to, like, you get confident in yourself, like, oh, I can handle this. Yep. But then you like step back and think, why would I handle this? Yeah, is this a right now problem? I just I think with anything though, I, I think about with like anything you do, even professionally, when you f- when you recognize or maybe have to make yourself occasionally recognize, I'm too confident or I'm feeling confident. Yeah, that's the time when you should take a step back yeah. and say, why am I so confident? Yeah. What's going on here? Am yeah. I about to like have a problem? Yeah. Am I being too proud before yep. the fall, right? Exactly. You know, like the Bible says. So. Uh, I want all. I don't know if I always think it, but I always want that to be in my thought process. Am I getting proud? Yeah. Am I getting complacent? Yep. Am I getting? Uh, am I becoming like? Am I a cocky bastard right now? As the one thing, as I'm getting older, since we talked about birthdays, that I feel that I've not done great at a lot of things in my life and I have a lot to work on, right? <laughs> but one thing I think I've done a pretty good job is maturing in that way. It's like, well, okay. When I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I'll live forever, you know? And who cares? I'm good at this. Now it's like, whoa, whoa hold on. What's going to happen next? Not in like a way that I doubt myself or I'm mm-hmm. scared of everything. It's just like, like you said, am I getting proud? Am I getting complacent? You learn of like uh, repercussions of things. Yeah. Are, are things worth it? Are like... What are immediate gains yeah. worth like the you might be better off in three months, yeah. but we'd be better off in five years from something. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's a good lesson for everything, too, is the what ifs, you know, you can't psych yourself out, you know, and, OK, I can never use a rotator again because yeah. I almost chopped my hand off or something like that. But like, OK, what are some good, uh, good things that I can watch out for and not get cocky? Yeah. You know? So. Okay, maybe I won't do this next and time. What's silly, like with gardening, I've been gardening for a long time. Sure, I've been operating rototillers for a long time. Like I, I'm, I feel like I'm very comfortable with a rototiller, mm-hmm. and I'm very comfortable like start like this is a starting a brand new garden. I'm pretty okay with it. I'm pretty mm-hmm. like it's a it's a process. I'm pretty okay with doing it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I'm a little cocky about it. Mm-hmm. I'm a little excited for it. I'm kind of co- like this is exactly the time where I rip my hand off and yeah. i would deserve it because i'm being like honestly kind of am being a cocky bastard about it mm-hmm. it's kind of time to like pump the brakes on it man you're not like you know yeah people lose limbs by doing dumber things than yeah. this yeah yeah i've heard stories of people falling off step ladders and getting really hurt or even yep. potentially dying i guess but yeah it doesn't take much it doesn't take much at all yeah that's hey this is like old people conversation this is a pretty good conversation it I'm really not, is it really is a conversation yeah. So, oh, yeah. Other thing, I, I often have. I, I don't know why. I'm not afraid of death, mm-hmm. but as I've gotten older, I start thinking about death more. Like, what happens if I die? You know, like to my my wife and my son. You know, or like, what happens if somebody I know dies? Yeah. I'm not trying to get weird, and morbid. No, no, no. I wonder those kind of <clears throat> things. I wonder those same I, kind of things. But I never thought of that much. 
yeah. in my twenties, you know, or something like that. Yeah, like what happens if like uh yeah. I I uh I wonder those same things and I just think like, well, I guess you just figure it out. Yeah. I guess like suddenly people's dads die all the time. Sure. This kind of stuff happens. But as you get older, not only do you think about, oh, these are the things that happen and what would happen. Your odds of it all happening goes exponentially Yeah, up. I mean, like, I I know, I, I don't want to, Tom Waddell. Yeah. Totally unexpected. You know, I loved Waddell. Yeah. I knew Tom really well. Totally unexpected. He wasn't that old. And as mm-hmm. I get older, I'm thinking, well, he wasn't that old. Yeah. That was a freak thing that happened. Yeah. And so. freak things happen to people like... <clears throat> Everyone goes. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. go when you're 39? Are you going to go when you're 35? Are you going to go when you're 109? Yeah. I think, honestly. <laughs> when you're 109, kill me. You know, Rick, not, not I, really. Rick. I honestly think with, like, by the time we're old, we'll be living to be 150. Yeah. No problem. Well, actually, I, I, I saw an interesting thing about this, like, like you're saying, right? Uh, first of all, I, I think there was a study or some observation done, and I don't know if it had some, some Christian backing or not, but, you know, like funding or something, but um, they said that at, at, I think, 160 years old, I think that's what it is currently, not like biblical days, right, but like the human DNA starts to, like, break down. Like You, you can't live so, so long, even with metal, because your mm-hmm. body just starts to fall apart. Something like that, but... Regardless, your point, we're going to be living super duper long. Who, Even if it's not us, some people yeah. after. I mean, at least in our hundreds. And I read an article, I think it was New York Times or something, and I saw the heading of, I think I read a part of this article, but they said, you think all the things that happened in the last hundred years, yeah, right? world wars, um, the, the, all these vaccines, and, um, you know. Look at a car a hundred years ago. Cars, internet. A phone. More, we went from Morse code to iPhones, yeah, in a hundred years, yeah. Virtual reality, the banking systems that we were talking about earlier, you know, blockchain coins. They said that, but if you really look back, if somebody picked up a paper in the, in the past, in the future rather, and look back, what was the biggest achievement with everything that's happened, everything, good and bad, last hundred years? The biggest achievement is the extension of life, how long people are living, due to medical. You know, changes, cleanliness, yeah. medicines, vaccine. And I don't think they were pushing, like, just COVID vaccinated. They're just, yeah. in general, the care has increased people's longevity significantly than 100 years ago. I mean, people were lucky to live into their 40s, like, yeah. 100 years ago, you know? 50s, maybe. Can you imagine being on an airplane? Could you imagine 100 years ago, we'd be, we'd be talking, well, probably only got about eight more years life left, you know? Yeah, yeah we're years, circling maybe. the drains. Yeah. We've already like well. First off, this is a coal mine. We're sitting in like yeah, a coal yeah. mine. Yeah, like, breathing breathing methane. You know, yeah, just lightning. Getting we're getting a new canary. This is like the new canary yeah. area. And cigarettes are good for our health. Yeah, time it, well, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like, don't. We may get polio. We don't know. So, uh just that alone, like this area, it's just it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts to think like my grandpa saw so much change. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, when all this was farmland mm-hmm. to nowadays, like smartphone, like everything. Yeah. You know, it's... it's How old your grandpa now? 92. Wow. Going to be 93. I yeah. believe he's... Yeah. And he's going to be 93 That's in amazing. August. And he's still like... He has a walker and he uses supplemental oxygen. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he hasn't slowed down because he's sure. totally slowed down. But he's and still he, functioning. 
Yeah, and he yeah. Li- he doesn't live on his own. He lives at a uh, he lives in like a, a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like we won't be there till we're a hundred and thirty. Yeah, probably. I mean, depending on how we treat ourselves. Too, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But we like. I feel like you would like. We treat ourselves very well. Like. Yeah. I don't think we do the the worst things in the world. No. Generally, like generally yeah. living out of. I don't live a clean life, but I certainly don't live a dirty life. Yeah. And like you're like we're the same way. Like. Yeah. We're not uh, yeah, not perfect. I'm not. I'm yeah. not training for the Olympics. You're not a. You're not a vegetarian. Yeah. You don't eat sprouted grains. Had a pulled pork sandwich tonight. Yeah. yeah. We smoked cigar. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, just a couple a, of beers. Yeah. But we're not. Uh, we don't smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Like no. you know, you can enjoy certain yeah. things. You just can't like. Yeah. You know, you got to pump the brakes. Yeah. Moderation. Yeah. 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 And, and clearly, some things, just like morality, are just straight up don't do them. Like, don't go doing meth. It's not good. There's no way around that. Yeah. One, so. If you're sharing needles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're doing heroin, stop it. It's yeah. bad news. It's bad news. Yeah. But that's that's pretty interesting. I, I, yeah. I mean, we'll be we'll be old. Hold up. Apparently somebody has to take a piss. I'll hold for you. <laughs> hey, 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 it's Pee! Coming out of me! Pee. A big yellow stream! stream. So hot there's steam! Steam! Pee, pee, I'm trying to think of the most suggestive phrase that you can have that, that doesn't need to be suggestive if you, if you think through it. Ah. Uh, Pounding, I don't know. There's something. <sighs> Dang. Okay. See, yeah. I sat back in this chair and that's freaking. What do I got that I could put in this banjo to make it not so freaking loud? I tiss you. Uh I don't have one. Just What's handy. A jar down there, like candies or something. These yeah. are both cigar. But oh, that's Cinco My Eggs. Have you seen this? Is that from uh, Tim and Eric? Yeah. This is a Tim and Eric product. I got it. That was a, that that was was a really was terrible short. throw. That was a really bad throw. Enhances egg fertility. They're jelly beans. No, they're not. This is gourmet jelly beans right in the back. Contains coconut, not only that. They're for him and for her. Did you order these? <laughs> Brooke did. That's pretty funny. Do you ever see the, the, the commercial for it? I don't it? think I've seen the My Eggs one. It's a... Uh, it's... So you don't have to buy eggs anymore. You just poop them out. Mm. And the the box, so Cinco My Eggs comes in a big box. Yeah. And the box includes a paper shredder. So you could shred the box and make it into a nest. And uh, it comes with a strainer. And you just put the strainer above your toilet. You take these pills and it turns your poops into into eggs. So you, you can just uh, clean your poops off and grab like the eggs out of your poop. And crack those open and eat those. This got less deep in a, in a matter and, of But second. luckily, the box comes with a paper shredder, so the sh- <laughs> you can shred the box into the nest. That's terrible. You, you turn your toilet seat into a nest. Yeah. So that I've way, done that before, but yeah. Not with the bo- your own no, paper yeah, shredder yeah. that comes with the product. Have you ever built a bird's nest, and then you go to flush it, and it don't work out? No. You never done that? No. You never built a bird's nest in a public restroom? Oh like, no, I've built. I've never like it's never not worked out. Uh, I've had it not work out sometimes. How does it? How could it not work out? Not a good flow. You don't realize how how bad the toilet like doesn't flush. Oh, you over you overflow a toilet? What? Yeah, no, it just clogs up. I don't overflow it. Okay, but like, but you do. You clog a toilet. It's definitely clogged. Yeah. Okay, so you've clogged. Yeah. 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 It's definitely. Uh oh. And then there's no plunger there because it's a public restroom, and you're like, well, see somebody ya. else's problem. Yeah. See ya. See you. See you. Uh, no. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it at least twice in my life. 
when I uh, when I bird nest a toilet, it's uh, three separate little pieces. Yeah. Like one you for each You're doing a triangle, leg. yeah. Not a triangle exactly, but like usually if it's a public toilet, it's for that toilet seat that has the open, like a horseshoe shaped <laughs> one, not like a, a full oval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just yeah. two long pieces and one short piece. For the back or the front? The back. I don't want yeah. a piece over my wiener. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't know what you No, for your so back. It's like, a, like an open triangle that you're making. A horseshoe? Yeah. I just make it like the same shape as oh, the Oh, I got you. Okay. Seat. Well, it's not a perfect curve like the seat then. No, but you get it. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, it's just yeah. three pieces of paper. It's usually like <laughs> the depending trifecta. on the, the depending on like the the length of a of a pl- of a yeah. sheet, it's three or four sheets for the long one, two okay. sheets for the short one. Okay. Depending. And also, I usually put at least one or two sheets directly in the in bowl the to bowl break so the surface splash. tension. Yes. That's the that's the worst. I, I call saw- that a lily pad. <laughs> I saw a thing on on Instagram or YouTube or something like that, um, and there was one, and it showed a, I, I it didn't show poop, it didn't show do poop. It was like an animated thing, right where clearly the guy was sitting on a toilet, and then he goes, you know, you see his face like ooh, and then it cuts to another thing, and it's water, and the water goes, no. you know, you know. So I'm like, yeah, that's about exactly what happens, you know. Exactly what it feels like, you know. That's freaking weird. Kisses your butt, <laughs> tickles your nads, and you're you're a, a bidet guy. Oh man, bidet. Listen, it sounds weird. It's it sounds European or something like that, but it it does. It's it's clean. There's a little sheath that the little sprayer goes into, and you're done. You know, so it stays clean, and you just turn that on. You you don't have to wipe and blast all the chunks out of there. You got some corn in there. It's gone. It's just it cleans you at. I like. I honestly, I really like the idea of it. And some of them you can hook up to your warm tap, so the water comes out kind of warm. Does yours come out cold? Mine comes out like room temperature because it's just connected to the back of the toilet. How bad is that? Not bad. Okay, actually, kind of feels refreshing. Do you think you would want a warm water one if it was really cold outside and I came in like from outside? Yeah, but okay, but for the most part, no. Yeah, and honestly, I don't use it every time. It's midnight. Hey, happy birthday. Zero, zero, hey, zero, zero. Happy birthday, Rick. Morning, six in the morning, so anyways. Oh, well. Hey, thanks. Hey, <laughs> who even knows that? But, um, yeah, no, it's... I don't use it every time. I use it when I feel messy. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a life changer. I uh, I really like the idea. It's just kind of... Uh, it's just a little too alternative for me. Too bougie? A little bit. I, I thought so too, but when I, you find a thirty dollar mm-hmm. one on Amazon, you hook that right up to your tap, and you blast that poo out. Your you're butt. still on your first one. I haven't changed it. Yeah, everything works as it should. It works great. You blast that crap out of your butt. You feel clean for the rest of the day, not stinky. I never think I feel stinky. Do you use uh, powder? In the Sometimes, summer? yeah, yeah. You blast that stuff right out of your butt, and then it's real clean to put that powder on afterwards. Have but you, I still never seen, feel stinky. Have you seen the Chris Pratt the Chris Pratt thing? No. He's like, hey, listen. It was like an outtake from Parks and Rec. The doctor's like, what else is wrong with you? And he goes, Doc, sometime when I wipe, I wipe, I wipe, and I wipe a hundred times. Still poop. Like I'm wiping a Sharpie. <laughs> it's like a permanent marker up there. <laughs> like that, that was like that was the clip, but you never feel like that? You never have Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. This you don't feel like that. It gone. Ever? Uh, I have not experienced it with a bidet. You, you know, you, you do. And you've had it for you, a year. You do the dry wipe, 
afterwards. Yeah. Clean clean the water out. Yeah. It gone. But that's like two sheets of paper. Yeah. That's like nothing. Yeah. It's like Cheryl Crow squares, you know, because she only uses one, apparently. Yeah. And Is one, that a thing? It was like a Larry the Cable guy joke. So, speaking of Dave Chappelle. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, dude. What's the deal? Yeah. Got to be a race thing. Uh, you, you think so? <laughs> no, no. Please no. Uh, do you think there's any chance that it's set up? Dave Chappelle? I don't think so, but I don't know how that guy got that that weapon that he had into the Hollywood Bowl. How much like truth of the news story do you think there is? I saw the guy coming out like on a clip, like you know, after he was roughed up on a stretcher, and his arm was bent the wrong way. Who the the dude was? The dude, yeah, he got his arm was this way. Like it, it, I don't think it was set up. I <laughs> think that guy was. I don't know about the Will Smith thing. Probably not set up either. But that guy was. He wasn't feeling well after that. Dave Chappelle thing. You think that that guy, like, you don't think that's worth a quarter million dollars? Breaking an arm? He's probably going to go to jail. I mean, a quarter million dollars, he might need a little he more. He might be out in a month. Yeah, it's California, huh? <laughs> so, it, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd i like to actually hear what he has to say. Like, why? What was he thinking? So. He, like, he could think that, like, Dave Chappelle is the devil and he had to do it because, like, voices were telling him to do it. Like, he could be completely nuts and, like, nothing makes any sense. Yeah. Or he could be, like, a... Uh, I'm going to get famous. Yeah. He yeah. could just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to break my arm, but in five years it'll be better, and I'll be able to sue for $2 million, and I'll make a million out of it. Or I'll write a book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, How I'll, I attacked Dave Chappelle and broke my arm. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, hey, if you could do that, <laughs> if it's going to take a year off of your, like, you're going to be out of commission for a year with a broken arm, Yeah. but in three years... You'll have a movie, a book, and you'll make a lawsuit off of Dave Chappelle for getting hurt at his show. You'll make $2 million off of him. Yeah. Some publishing house will pay you $2 million for the book rights, yeah. and Lifetime Movie Channel will, will pay you three-quarters of a million. Like, I don't have to work again. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe that's... I don't know if this guy thought it through because he didn't really get too far, but... That's all he wanted maybe to do. Maybe that's all he wanted, yeah. I don't know, man. People are weird. It's it's a, a wild world. There's a lot of money in lawsuits. This is true. I'm petering out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah, I am. I am too. I, I like and it hit me like real hard. Like after I got up a minute ago. After I peed, I was I was kind of like, yeah, dude. That's about it. That's that feels like good. Feels like midnight to an old man. <laughs> Mm, that's some tasty cannoli.